One of the most important things for speaking English is to be polite. In this English lesson, I'm going to teach you 50 polite English phrases so that you don't come off or you don't seem rude in your English conversations. If you need a list of these phrases, which I know you do if you're gonna study this lesson, make sure to use the link below to subscribe to my email list. You'll get the list and you'll get more English phrases emailed to you every week. Pay attention because you need to be polite in your conversations and this list of phrases will be a great help to you. Let's get started. When you're eating something and someone does not have food, but they're looking at your food like it's kind of good, it's considered polite to say, hey, do you want a bite? And of course, you need to say this to someone you're familiar with, you're friends with. You wouldn't ask a stranger if they want a bite of your food. But if you're having dinner with a friend or a meal with a friend, it's really polite to offer something by saying, do you want a bite? Do you want a bite of my food? Another way that you can offer someone food is to say, can I get you one? You can either say, can I get you one? If it's something individual or countable, like, can I get you one of these desserts? Or you could say, can I get you some? Like if it's a big dish like pasta, you'd give them a scoop or some of the pasta. So you can either say, can I get you one or can I get you some? There are two really common ways to offer someone something to drink politely. You can say, what can I get you to drink? Or you can say, would you like a beverage? Now, the second phrase, would you like a beverage, is a bit more formal and actually, officially the word beverage means anything that you can drink that isn't water. But if we're asking this question, it's completely acceptable for someone to say just water as well. And it's really common in the United States as I'm sure it is across the entire world, when you have a guest to your house to just offer them a drink when they first come to your house. So you can say, would you like a drink or would you like a beverage? Sometimes it can be a bit awkward to have someone to your house. If you didn't invite them over specifically for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but you're having some food and you think that they might be hungry too, a really common way to ask if they want something without being so direct is to say, have you eaten? This is really polite to ask. It's like you're concerned for the person, like, are you hungry? Have you eaten a meal yet? Or you could be asking this question if you just want to go get some food with them. Say, have you eaten? Because maybe you're hungry and you want to make sure that they're hungry too before you go eat something and you don't want them to be left out of your plan. So the phrase, have you eaten, is really popular here as well to check if someone is hungry. And of course, you can just ask, are you hungry as well, to check for the same thing. But both those phrases are equally as popular to use in English. When you enjoy food or a beverage with someone, it's really important to thank them and to be specific when you're thanking them. You can say at the end of a meal or whatever it might be, thanks for breakfast or thanks for lunch, thanks for dinner, or you can simply just say thanks for coffee if you met up with someone at their house for coffee. It's just really important to be specific when you're thanking them. Here are a couple compliments that you can give to be polite to someone who has made you food. You can simply say the food is delicious. This seems like a really basic compliment, but it's received very well here, and it seems very genuine if you mean it. Make sure when you're giving a compliment to be polite 
that you really mean what you're saying so that people think you're very genuine and you tell the truth. Another thing that I like to say if I'm at somebody's house and they make me really delicious food or a really delicious meal is I will say, you are quite the chef or you are quite the cook. Here, the words cook and chef mean the exact same thing. It means someone who makes food. And here we're saying they make it very well. So for this compliment, you would be giving a compliment to the whole meal. Maybe the person made you a few different things to eat and you want to compliment it all at once. My grandma makes the best Swedish meatballs. And if I wanted to give her a compliment, I would say, Grandma, you make a great Swedish meatball. It sounds kind of funny saying it that way, but it would be really natural to say, you make a great Swedish meatball or you make a great casserole. A casserole is a dish that's made up of meat and vegetables or rice all mixed together here. So you can use this phrase, you make a great whatever it may be to compliment something specific that somebody cooks and you enjoy. I think it's super important to note things in each different culture to know when you're visiting someone's house. So if you are visiting someone from the United States and you're visiting their house, here are some phrases that will be very polite to know as well. So instead of just asking, do you want me to bring something or do you want me to bring anything? That means like, do you want me to bring a food? That can be kind of an awkward question because the person doesn't want to make you bring something. But a more common way to say this politely is, can I bring anything? This means I'm very happy and eager to make some food to bring to your house or even just bring something like if they need extra cups or napkins or plates, anything that you need, I'd be happy to bring it to your party or gathering or if you're just meeting with your friend, you know, you're making a friendly offer. So remember this phrase, can I bring anything? This phrase just shows that you're really eager and polite about bringing some food to the person's house. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market two very genuine compliments you can give when going to someone's house or apartment or whatever it might be is you can say your home is beautiful or you can say your home is so cozy if someone called my home cozy i would take that as a very genuine compliment because it means that they feel comfortable in my house and you know, they get a good sense of feeling while they're in my house. If someone has just moved into their apartment or someone has just moved into their house and you want to compliment their style and you want to compliment the work that they've done, you can say, I love what you've done with the place. Maybe the person has chosen new carpet, new painting or new furniture. You're just complimenting the work that they've done by saying, I love what you've done with the place. Another more specific compliment that you can give at someone's home is you can say, I love your decor. If you say the word decor, it means decorations, the things that people put in their house to make it look nice. So my friend is from China, so she has 
Chinese decor in her home. And it's honestly so beautiful. I really, really enjoy going to her house and seeing it. So if I wanted to compliment that, I would say I love your Chinese decor. When you're visiting a friend or if your friend has a party or a dinner for lots of people, it's really important to say thank you. So if someone hosts the party, you can say thanks for hosting. Or if someone hosts you for many days at a time, maybe you visit a friend and you sleep at their house, you can say thanks for hosting me. Both of these phrases are very polite and very important when you go to someone's house to say. The next set of phrases that we're going to go over are all compliments. I think compliments are very important because you never know how meaningful it can be to someone to say something nice just out of the blue or randomly. When I became an English teacher, I started to notice that there's a lot of people in the United States that are very self-conscious or kind of nervous about their foreign accent. And a lot of the times I really admire people who are learning English and I find their accents to be beautiful. So sometimes I'll say, I really like your accent. And I think some people are surprised by this and I hope they don't feel embarrassed about their accent when I say this, but I genuinely mean it as a compliment. So you guys will have to let me know in the compliments what you think about this compliment. Let's go over some more random compliments that you can give to make people feel good and to come off as very polite. And just remember, you should always be genuine in your compliments. You should really mean what you're saying. Here are some phrases that will help. If someone is very good at their job or they're very good at a specific skill, you can say, gosh, you're a natural. This phrase is especially used when someone just started doing something and they haven't been practicing for a long time. They're just naturally good at it. That means they didn't have to practice much. They're just a natural. This compliment would especially be useful if you were teaching someone something for the first time and they're doing really well and you want to compliment how they're doing, you can say, you're a natural. If you have a friend that always gives you really good advice and you just enjoy speaking with them because they just really seem like a kind person, a good compliment to give them is to say, you are a great listener. That means you're a really kind and genuine person. I like talking to you. You're a great listener. For this next phrase, you can either say, you're very observant. Or you can say, you have an eye for detail. Both of these phrases mean that the person really pays attention to small things and they don't make mistakes because they are so focused on what they're doing or what they're trying to do. This compliment could especially be useful in the workplace when someone is good at their job and they notice a very small mistake and you kind of want to thank them for noticing that mistake or saving you the mistake, you could say, oh, you're so observant. You have such an eye for detail. Thank you so much. Or if you're in a job interview and you want to say that you have this skill, you have an eye for detail, you could say, I have an eye for detail. That means I pay attention to all the small things and I don't often make mistakes. When someone's going through a tough time, and you admire at how well they're handling all the tough things that are happening to them in life, you can say you have a great attitude about things. I think of this phrase as if someone's sick and, you know, they're saying it's okay, like I'll get better, and they have a good attitude, they're not being super negative, you say you have a great attitude about things. So that's just complimenting the person for being so positive 
and optimistic and not starting to get negative. Another really common compliment to give here is when you find someone funny that you're speaking with is to just say you have a great sense of humor. This just means that the person is funny and they don't take things too seriously. They're very fun to talk to. If you notice that someone is very passionate about something, they really care about the work that they're doing or they really care about an issue that is going on and you want to give them a compliment about that, you can say, I admire your passion. Or you can use the same phrase if someone's really good at something and you can say, I admire your skill. This is a really nice and genuine compliment to give to say that you admire something about the person. It just means you really like it, you appreciate it, and you almost kind of wish that you had that same passion or you have that same skill. As important as it is to give compliments, I think it's really important as well to know how to receive a compliment properly. There's nothing worse when you give someone a compliment and they say, no, 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 no. Like you say, I really admire your skill. And the person says, oh no, I'm not very good at it. It's important to graciously accept the compliment, you know, saying thank you, thank you so much. But if you don't wanna just say thank you again and again, here are some really good phrases to use as well to receive a compliment. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. My favorite phrase is, that's nice of you to say. That means it's nice of you to kind of say that to me. I appreciate you giving the compliment. It's almost like giving a compliment back to someone giving a compliment but saying thank you at the same time. So that's nice of you to say. When someone says something like, I like your hair today, or I really like you know, your makeup today or your outfit today, you can say, that's nice of you to notice. That means thanks for noticing what I did differently and thanks for saying something about it. This is a really good way to accept a compliment as well. That's nice of you to notice. And of course, you can either say, thanks for saying that or thanks for noticing instead of just saying, it's nice of you. So thanks for saying that or thanks for noticing. Perfect ways to accept a compliment naturally as well. When someone says that they like something that I've either changed about myself or changed about my house, and I'm just really happy to hear their feedback, you know, I care about what they think, I will say, I'm glad to hear you like it. That means, you know, thank you for your compliment. It means a lot because I value your opinion. I'm glad to hear you like it. Another way that I love to graciously accept a compliment is I say, thank you for your kind words. Because of course, I actually mean thank you. The kind words mean a lot. This is a great way to accept a compliment as well. Thank you for your kind words. Now that we've talked about some polite phrases that you can use to give compliments and receive compliments, Let's talk about some phrases that you can use to very politely ask someone for something or ask someone for a favor. A really good and more formal way to ask someone, you know, that you're going to ask them something is to say, could I have a moment of your time? 
Now this is used, I would say in the workplace, if I'm at a store and someone, you know, needs to ask me a question, or even if you're just talking with a friend, could I have a moment of your time? It's a really polite way to make sure that the person is available to help you. Now my English students always make fun of me because I use this phrase all of the time. When I'm starting to ask someone for something, I will say, hey, real quick, real quick is short for really quick. And if I start a request or start a question with that, it means, you know, I don't need a long explanation or I'm not gonna ask for a big favor. It's kind of a speech softener that makes the request a little bit more polite and just a little bit more general. So if I'm around my house, I might say to my husband, hey, real quick, could you hand me that? <laughs> and it's not completely necessary to say real quick, but now you know why American English speakers will say this phrase in front of a request. It just feels more polite to say real quick. A more formal phrase than saying real quick is to start out by saying, I understand if you're busy, but I understand if you're busy, but could you help me with this? And this again is just another way to soften the request to come up as more polite and more conscientious of somebody's time. You're not trying to take up their time if they are busy. I understand if you are busy. There's nothing more awkward then when you have to ask someone a lot of questions and you've asked them a lot of questions already, so you might need these two phrases to really come off as polite as well. If you're asking someone a question or you're asking for a favor, when you know that they're busy, you can say sorry for the inconvenience. And most of the time when people are being polite in the United States, and hopefully you're talking to a lot of polite and friendly people, of course you'll come across some rude people, They'll say, oh, it's no inconvenience or it's no trouble. So this is just a really polite way to apologize for asking maybe too much. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. And another more informal phrase that you can use to mean this exact same thing is to say, sorry to bother you. So you can say this before asking something or you can say, hey, could you help me with this? I'm sorry to bother you. You can say it after as well. If you need to ask for permission to do something or you need to ask for permission to borrow something, the most common polite phrase that you can use is, do you mind if I borrow this or do you mind if I do this? And most of the time people will say, no, I don't mind. That means I don't care. But sometimes people say, yeah, that's fine. So it seems like you would say, do you mind? No. But sometimes people will say yes, even if they don't mind. So just keep in mind the context and the voice that they're using when they respond to this question. That's just a side note in this lesson. And a super similar phrase that you can use just like this one is to say, would you care? Would you care if I borrowed this? Would you care if I did this? And this is of course really informal English, but it's a really polite and casual way to ask someone to do something or to borrow something. After you ask someone for something or you ask for a favor, of course, it's really, really important being polite to thank them for the thing or thank them for the favor. And of course, we're not just always gonna say, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to mix in some more natural and polite phrases that I'm going to teach you next. It's really common when you've already thanked someone and you just you wanna show your gratitude 
you want to make sure that they know you are thankful to say, hey, thanks again. And of course, a really common way to respond to this is if someone says, thanks again, you say, no problem, don't worry about it. A similar phrase to this one is to say, I really appreciate it. And this is just a very genuine way to thank someone for something that they did for you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If someone has been waiting and maybe you feel like they are being a little bit impatient, a good way to be polite to them and to really, you know, show that you're thankful they have waited is to say, Thank you for your patience. Now, if you're working at a job and you know something is going to take a long time, it can be really a good idea to say, hey, this is going to take a while, so thank you for your patience. You're thanking them before they've actually waited, which is kind of funny, but it's seen as very polite to thank someone in advance for waiting here. I feel like in the United States, it's very much time is money, so you always have to thank people for their time and their patience. If you want to compliment how helpful someone has been and also thank them, you can say, you've been such a help. You've been such a help. This means you've been helpful. You're complimenting someone's skills. There's nothing worse than when you have to call a company or you have to call a business and ask them a question and there's just no one that can help you. And then, it can be great when you finally get someone on the phone that says, oh yeah, I know the answer to that or I can help you with that. After that call, you should always say, you've been such a help. This means you've been very helpful compared to everything else. So just keep that phrase in mind and keep the phrase in mind, thank you so much for your time. This just means, you know, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to help me or to do something for me. Speaking of very helpful people, when people do something for you that was unexpected, you can say, you've gone above and beyond. So when you're thanking them, make sure to mention they've gone above and beyond. That means they did more for you to help you than you even expected that they would do. And of course, we always try to go above and beyond as English teachers to teach you English. So if you wanted to thank me for my time today, you could subscribe to my channel here and give this video a like. That would mean so much to me. Thank you so much. Sometimes when you have an issue with something, especially if you have to call a company or you have to call a business and, you know, they kind of fix the problem, they might call again or they might come see you again and say, hey, is everything fixed? Did everything work out okay? Did we solve the problem? And you said yes or you said no, but you just appreciate that person checking out the problem again because that's good business. You can say, thanks for following up. So the phrasal verb to follow up, it means to check on someone a second time, especially if there is an issue. You're following up on the issue. So to thank someone for checking out something, again, you can say, thanks for following up. A lot of times if my friends do something kind for me, like let's say I locked myself out of my car 
and I need a friend to come get me so I can get my car keys. I'll say, oh, I owe you one. That means I owe you a favor. I'm so thankful that you helped me that I would do this for you anytime. It's a very polite thing to say. I owe you one, especially if someone did a big favor or helped you out in a big way and you're very willing to do the same for the person. Just say, I owe you one. That means I owe you a favor. And more formally, especially if you're in a workplace, if you want to show the person that you are going to offer them a favor as well, or you want to help them out just like they helped you, you can say, I'm happy to return the favor anytime. And this is a bit more formal, but it's a very polite phrase as well. There are three phrases that I want you to know for a polite, friendly conversation that are super important. And they're not just basic small talk questions, but they're really kind of meaningful. The first question is, how's your family doing? If you've met someone before, or maybe you've known them for a long time, it's really, really polite. And it's really, really genuine in the United States to say, how's your family doing? I'm sure this is the same across many cultures, but it just shows that you care about the person and their family enough to ask and be curious about it. In the workplace, it's so common to say, any plans for the weekend? This just means that you're curious what the person does outside of work. But honestly, this question is so common that it's not seen here as too personal or, you know, prying too much at the person's personal life. Any big plans for the weekend or any plans for the weekend? And then if you just met someone, but you want to make friendly conversation with them, you can say, have you been busy lately? That just means, you know, have they been doing a lot? Or especially if the person has been working, you can say, have you been busy lately? They'll tell you about their job and they'll tell you more about their work life. There are two phrases that I want you to know for inviting someone politely to something. You can say, I hope that you can make it. If you invite them to a party or you invite them to a meal or just any sort of event. And another really genuine polite phrase that you can use is to say, I'd love to have you there. That just means I value your presence. I want you to be there because I like you so much. I love having you here on this channel with me. Thank you so much for learning these 50 polite English phrases. I have another video on screen that will teach you 50 phrases as well. Make sure to check that one out. And if you didn't already, use the link that will give you the PDF list of this lesson's phrases so that you can keep on studying and keep on learning polite English. I'll see you guys in the next video. Goodbye.